you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are. Welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at Empowerment Channel of Voice America. It's the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all the listeners here in the U.S. or Canada, but maybe also in Europe, in China or Australia. Anywhere you are and listening to this show live or maybe recorded, I'm grateful that you have made the choice and the time today to listen in to this topic on retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this radio show series and bring you subjects that can help you in preparing and planning for your retirement. My name is Maria Lucasse and I am excited. This is the talk show for unique women who dream to retire soon, blissfully. If this is what you are dreaming about, you are at the right place. You can still be working a job, but if you are contemplating early retirement now because of the situation with the COVID-19, you need to be listening here. In this show, we feature guest experts on many topics, and today I'm welcoming my guest, Aneta Poliuka. Hello, Aneta. How are you doing? I'm lovely. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm very good this morning. Um, you are calling in from California where it is really early, only six o'clock in the morning. So I appreciate you got up so more, uh, so early this morning. I want oh, to start. Oh, my pleasure. I'm our, excited. Yes. I want to start with giving the listeners a quick bio of your life, of your, um, what you're doing right now, so they have a little bit of an idea of who you are. Annette Poliuka is a life coach who also really loves nature. As an environmentalist and adventurer, she inspires and empowers people to get outdoors and challenge themselves and connect with their deeper selves. She supports informed go-getters through one-on-one coaching, group working programs, and retreats. Together, they define and achieve goals, whether it's up-leveling lives or getting into nature or both. She holds an MS in a master's degree in environmental management and lives in Lake Tahoe, California. You can follow her adventures on Instagram or learn life lessons on Facebook. She has a Facebook group called Fall in Love with Nature and Embrace, embrace the Authentic You. So that's a whole month full of what you have been doing and what your, your vision is for, um, for your life as well as how you can help other women. Annette. Uh, before you became a coach here, 
the life coach. You spend your professional life protecting the environment. Tell us about that. I am lucky that I always knew since I was a little girl that I wanted to protect the environment. I remember being in the fourth grade and my school program started a recycling program. So I would carry the newspaper from home a couple of blocks to school for it to become recycled. And so I spent, I spent my professional career in the world of zero waste. I worked for the city of San Francisco, uh, helping with the plastic bag bans and the styrofoam bans. And then I moved on to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, where I got to work for the federal government in Washington, D.C., in New York City, on international environmental efforts, and also on zero waste recycling, minim waste minimization, and um, also as a Berkeley Zero Waste Commissioner. So I keeping the plastics out of the ocean and um, minimizing consumption uh, is, is very important and very dear to my heart. And it's ultimately about respecting the environment and the highest and the best use of the natural resources that we're extracting from our land. Uh, yes, and I can totally agree with that. It's uh, how I live my life, too. Um, in, maybe in Europe, they are a little bit further ahead with um, sustainability and being more environmental in how they do certain things there. When I came to the United States 20 years ago, I had a bag when I went shopping. Because that's what I was used to do in, in, in Europe. When I went my groceries, I had a, a cloth bag with me. And when I came here, and the first few times that I took it, I went to uh, one of the, the, the bigger stores. And the, the cashier at the checkout looked at me and as if I was a weird person from another planet when I had my bag for my, my groceries. And now, 20 years later... All the stores are advertising, hey, take your own bags with you. So, in a way, um, I love it that there is more uh, people conscious about what the effect is that I have on nature. And for that, I, uh, I appreciate you that you um, are one of those people in the bigger cities that are helping to set policies and things like that. But that's not really where we want to talk about. It has still to do with nature. And I wanted to see how you became a life coach for women that love nature like me. <laughs> yes. So a few years ago, I had a reservation, a camping reservation at Yosemite National Park here in California. And if you have ever tried to get a reservation at Yosemite, it's very similar to trying to get concert tickets where you have to know the date and you have to know the campground and you have to log into the system and have already created an account and just keep clicking refresh. So I ultimately got a reservation and what ended up happening is I started to reach out to my friends 
And um, ultimately, a friend of mine came with me. She brought her mom, she brought her husband, and she brought her adorable two-year-old. And I had not camped like this before. Um, and it was so much fun. Um, we, we got to um, go see the sites. I got to see Yosemite from a different perspective because usually if I go camping, I'm usually carrying all my stuff on my back and I'm going backpacking. Um, but I got to experience it with a variety of different ages. And while on that trip, I remembered waking up in the middle of the night and I, I had this idea and I've, I've never had these kinds of ideas before, but I had this idea where I was thinking to myself, you know, I am experienced in camping and in backpacking and in, in things wilderness. I have a lot of friends who also like to do the same things, um, who also have gear and everything. And even on this trip, it was a challenge to find someone to come with me, you know, because I, um, you know, people have brunch and people have other commitments and whatnot. And um, I was thinking about how the challenge of finding people who are like-minded to do outdoorsy things together. So mm -hmm. for me, it was really about having a sense of community and being able to connect women to each other. Yeah. Um, and then through a variety of leadership courses and um, other programs, you know, I really saw the difference. It became crystal clear on how um, all of the skills that I have for the wilderness really translate into everyday life. I'm totally uh, with Annette here. It's a, a group of people that often can help you make uh, follow through on some things that you like to do. And if you want to do things um, as a single person. I am a single person. I did a lot of things by myself. It's much harder to to do because you have to organize and do everything so that um, you can um, get and do what you want to do. Okay, Annette, continue with yes. Uh, how, yes, go ahead. Sorry. And, and so I love allowing or educating so that someone feels safe and um, on the trail and empowered really translates to other places in life, whether it's in the boardroom, in your family, in your relationships. So these are all really transferable skills. And um, I like what you said about, you know, doing things by yourself because I do a lot of things by myself. I, re I recall um, someone, uh, you know, making a comment about it. And I said, listen, if I waited at home for someone to have the time or for us to coordinate our calendars and whatnot, like everyone is very busy, then I would not do anything. And so that's why I started to go out and do, do things and adventuring by myself. But I'll, you know what, Maria? Doing it together is just more fun. It's more fun. It's more safe. And, you know, like that is, that, that's the purpose is to get out there and have a good time. So you advertise uh, in a certain way to, to find people or women to go with you on walks. Um, and what kind of women are, are going with you on the walks when you, when you do that? 
real walks, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I have a meetup group. Um, obviously, ah. right now, we are not meeting up in person. Um, but what I'm finding, so I have a, I have a, the Facebook group and we go on walks together every Wednesday and uh-huh. it is a variety of ages and professions. So I would say probably the mid thirties through the, through the seventies for sure. Um, because yeah. what I do is it's not about hard. It's not about distance and it's not about elevation. It is about just getting outside your door, putting on your gym shoes, calling in a conference number, and walking together and building a sense of community. You get to meet new people, and we talk about a variety of different topics. Yes, that is the biggest thing, finding um, something that you have to call in or that you have to report to, whatever. Uh, if it would be physical, you go. And now they can call in and say, hey, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then if you are four or five people, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, you can go and walk. And uh, I love that uh, idea of talk, calling somebody and say, okay, let's walk today at a certain time. And you can then decide how long you want to walk or how far you want to walk. I, uh, I like that idea. Annette and listeners, we are going for a break and we will be talking much more about how walking and definitely longer walks in nature, how they can benefit you when you retire from your work. So we're going on break right now and I'll see you back in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you discovered your brain power? Just ask yourself, what's my number? And use the amazing power of emotional brain training, EBT. Enhance your vibrancy, happiness, relationships, productivity, sense of purpose, and health. Listen for Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. Experience the power of EBT every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your mind, body, and life will thank you. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for waiting through the break. We are continuing our conversation with Annette Poliuka, and we are talking about how you can walk more and enjoy nature. So, Annette, you are doing virtual events right now, and you used to do meet-up groups about hiking with women in all ages. Um, if, if there is no time scheduled for a meet-up group, how could women find a walking buddy? What are some tips that you can give them to find somebody to walk with? Or other, in another way, um, walking all by yourself has, of course, special requirements for safety and things. So um, let's first talk about finding a buddy. Absolutely. So the first thing that one can do is call someone that you know, someone that you have been wanting to catch up with. I call these, quote, walk in talks. And you can, you know, send a text message or reach out and say, I'd love to go for a walk um, at this time or what time is good for you to, to figure that out. And so ultimately, you are able to connect with another person, which is really important during this time, and also have the benefits of, of walking together. Um, or if there is someone in your neighborhood, so one of the benefits of walking around just in your neighborhood, if you're not very close to you know big hiking trails or to hiking trails, is that you might notice more people who are around. And maybe there's a neighbor and it's nice to be able to wave that makes us feel more connected to each other during this time of, you know, they call it physical distancing, but, you know, it's, um, you, can, you can still interact. And so maybe there's someone in your neighborhood that, that you can go walking with and still be, you know, six feet apart from each other, but you still have that, you're building up that sense of community. Right. Yes. And in, uh, I do that in, actually. In terms of, I do that actually. Yeah. Go ahead. You do that. Oh, yeah. but I wanted to say that in terms of safety. So for me, safety is always number one. Um, I'm sort of yeah. boring like that and I don't care <laughs> um, because <laughs> we really have to make sure that, that, that what we're doing is aligning with, you know, the best thing for ourselves. So the first is, if you're going to start walking and you haven't been walking before, obviously connect with your doctor um, to make sure that it's, that it's fine. And then I always encourage people to start small, just start where you are and you uh, can start with taking a walk around the block and then that's it. It's more important and you get more benefits from going out a little bit every day 
instead of, you know, one very long walk once a week or once a month. Um, also, to make sure that, you know, the environment is safe in terms of traffic signals, in terms of um, where you're walking, and that it meets your exercise needs. And as you exercise more and get out more, then you're able to handle more, you know, whether it's more distance or you might find that, oh, I, you know, like that was two miles. I'm very impressed with myself. Um, and also, you know, especially in the summertime to make sure that you're wearing the sunscreen, um, a hat to protect your head from the sun, um, you know, maybe a, a light jacket for, for layers. And of course, you know, to have some water. What I like to do is if I know that I'm going on a certain route, maybe, yeah. you know, 20 minutes out, I might leave myself a water bottle so that when I'm coming back, I can pick it up and, and, and drink from it. Or if I'm doing loops, then I know that I have access to water and maybe even some electrolytes, depending on, on the weather. I don't necessarily love Gatorade. I think that it's sometimes a little sugary, but there are other options yeah. as well. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, going to say lastly you, around that is, is yeah. to be aware of heat, heat stroke and heat exhaustion yeah. and the difference in terms of if your body temperature is rising and if you're feeling dizzy or nauseous, that's heat exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And then heat stroke is when your body temperature goes above 100 and you have a rapid, strong pulse. You know, that's when you would call 911. But to be aware of the signs and how your body is reacting. So oftentimes, maybe go, go for your walk in early in the morning or in the evening. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, there's certain um, areas uh, here in the United States, and I'm pretty sure everywhere in the world, where you know that at the middle of the day it's uh, 90 degrees or even hotter, and in, in Europe, in, in Celsius, it would be, say, 28, 30 degrees. It's, that is way too hot, really, to go for walks. Uh, usually the morning or the evening are the best uh, temperatures for walking and um, yeah starting off small and in your local vicinity in your community um, is probably the easiest to do but I also wanted to see um, walking has a great benefit physically for people just to get out and moving um, but my guess is that if you really would go out in nature, there are other benefits. Can you talk a little bit about um, the, besides the physical benefits, about the emotional benefits when you would go on, a, say, on a longer hike? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you said about going out um, in the morning because that's when it's quiet. It's less stressful. There are less people outside. Um, and, and sometimes people are nicer first thing in the morning before, before, before the day has happened to them. Um, and it's a nice time to process thoughts. And so if you're going out on a longer walk, uh, some of the emotional benefits is that it, it 
it improves the um, promotes chemicals in your brain that improve your mood and actually make you more relaxed. Um, so those feel-good chemicals called endorphins are, are swimming through your body and physical activity reduces anxiety and depression and enhances your self-esteem. And so that's just, that's part of the physical part of, and like the emotional part from the physical. Um, but what I personally love about being in nature is, is being connected to the natural environment, being connected to the trees, being able to smell, you know, the, the, the clean air, looking at the different birds. And that has a different effect on our nervous system. And I think that almost everyone can agree that they feel a sense of relaxation. They feel a sense of, of connection with their deeper selves and also, you know, with their higher power, whether you believe in the God, in God or the universe or, you know, something that is bigger than us, the creator. Um, but it's a really beautiful way to just feel connected to the bigger, the bigger picture, um, which doesn't involve politics and bills and, you know, all of that. It's, it's a time to, to get away from it. And actually, when I had my meetup group, what we would do is for part of it, for half the time, we would talk and we would build community and get to know each other because as women, that's really important. And we love that. We love connecting with each other. And then for the other part of the, the hike, we, we, we meditated. We did a little bit of forest bathing and then we hiked in silence. And initially when I started doing this, you know, I felt a little self-conscious. I wasn't sure how people would react and I wasn't sure how, you know, if people would be interested in this, but they all love it because it's a chance also to just disconnect from your cell phone. You're, you're not talking to anyone else who's on the hike. You know, sometimes we feel like we have to fill up the space with words and chit chat and, you know, whatever. And it's a nice way to, you know, I encourage people to touch plants, to touch rocks, to take off their shoes, you know, to look at life from a different perspective that we don't necessarily have that space for in our everyday world. And every, I mean, I, I love it. Everyone loves it because it's just the time for ourselves. And that is so, that is just so luxurious. Yes. Yes, definitely making time to go for a longer walk uh, and, and not just uh, on a daily uh, 30 minutes walk in your neighborhood. If you want to go really, really for half a day, you need to plan and prepare a little bit more. I love that you build in a quiet time because that's what I feel when I'm out um, in, in nature, when I'm walking really on the trail somewhere. That is the, the, the most beautiful part of it. It's not just enjoying the beauty of the nature, of your surroundings, of the scenery, but also the possibility to connect with yourself, to have that possibility that nobody can interrupt you, that you just can let your mind go and flow and have your thoughts, whatever comes up. And usually you get the best thoughts when you're walking all by yourself or 
in a group, but quiet so that you can focus on what is important for you. I love that, that you build that in your, uh, in your, your hikes. So if, if you are planning a hike, how do you find the trails? Uh, where, how, how do you decide where to go and how do you know how long it is? Uh, what kind of precautions do you take so that you know you're going to get back? Absolutely. So back to the safety <laughs> is um, I, I, just like I suggested starting small, I suggest starting yeah. local, especially during this time of, of COVID. And maybe this is a good time to, to talk about recreating responsibly. So I'm going to just touch on a couple of points um, and then we'll get into finding, finding a trail is uh, know before you go. So check the status of the place that you want to visit. And if it's closed, then you don't go. And if it's crowded, you can also have a backup plan. Um, of course, we've been talking about practicing physical distancing and covering your face. And it's, that is also about respect for others. So, for example, I have a hiking buddy here in Lake Tahoe in California, and she prefers 10 feet of distance not the six feet that we regularly hear about. And I respect that because I respect her and her wishes. Um, plan ahead. So assume that the facilities are going to be closed. You know, go to the bathroom before you leave a house. Pack your own lunch and um, bring your essentials like hand sanitizer. Um, play it safe. Slow down and choose lower risk activities to reduce your, your own risk of injury. The search and rescue operations and healthcare resources are being strained. So you don't wanna be contributing to that. Um, explore locally, limit your long distance travel um, and be mindful of the impact on the communities that you, that you visit. And then lastly is leave no trace. So you have to respect the land and take all everything that you brought with you you have to take it with you. So that's non-negotiable. Um, what I've been seeing a lot here in Lake Tahoe is, you know, people leaving their garbage and you have to, like, if the garbage is full, like you take it with you. You can't just leave it outside. So back to finding, finding trails uh, locally. So I would take a look at what is directly around you. Like what are the parks that are close to you? and start exploring them. If you are savvy with the internet, you're able, you can zoom in on Google Maps to see if there's actually a trail there. I also really like to use an app called um, All Trails. And if you allow it to look at where you are geographically, then it shows you all of the options near you. And you can also search by mileage, you can search by elevation, you can search by if you wanna do a loop or if you wanna do an out, what we call an out and back. And I like the out and back option because you're on one trail and you walk in one direction and you stay on that trail until either the time dictates where you said, okay, I have an hour or I have two hours. So at the hour mark, you turn around and you just come back. Whereas with a loop, sometimes maybe it is a higher elevation or you're just not walking as fast. So what you end up having to do is, you know, continue on that loop or 
you can always just turn around and walk back. But those are some of my favorite options. Oftentimes also local parks will have maps. And when you're, when you have a paper map, then you're able to see, you know, it's written out on the actual trail. So a trail will look like a dotted line. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. there will be a mileage indicator. So it'll say 0.5 and that'll tell you that it's 0.5 miles to help you plan how far you want to go. Right. That's what I like from the, from really from the big uh, parks um, where you go. Usually they have set up, set out already specific trails and you indeed can see often how long they are. Also, Often there is an information point where you can ask, hey, when I walk this trail, um, is it easy or is it more moderate? How long does it usually take? And that helps you with deciding, okay, can I do it? Can I not do it? I, I do that when I hear go in the Everglades or uh, any of the other parks where I have walked. And so that's always handy to, to have. Um, we are going for our second break right now. So when we come back after this break, we will talk a little bit more with Annette about who, how you can prepare yourself for creating a better routine and getting out and walk and be in nature. So we are going for a break right now. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for Guided Spirit Conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided Spirit Conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. 
To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Welcome back, ladies, and I hope you are enjoying the show so far. If you uh, have questions or you want to leave a comment, please feel free to email me at maria and marialucasenhq.com. And uh, any questions that you have, I will answer them on the next show. I love to hear from you. So please do email me or contact me to let me know what you think about the show. Now then, let's dive into the last part of our show. Annette, um, you are having a Facebook group where you have a great community right now. How are you building that community? How are you keeping all the women that want to walk uh, involved? What are you doing to get them moving more? So right now I have a challenge. I've been calling it 40 miles in 40 days because my birthday is coming up and I usually go camping with friends and, uh, or, you know, I'm outdoors somehow. And obviously in the age of COVID that became a really big challenge. And so it came up naturally where I was thinking to myself, how can I, do fun outdoorsy things with my friends and my communities in a way that really supports us all. And so what we have been doing is getting outdoors every single day, just a little bit every day. And um, it's more about showing up for ourselves and having that consistency and having that routine, which I can also imagine when you're retired and you don't have the routine that's imposed on you, by going into the office, by like by creating your own routine, and so um, it was it is going to evolve after my birthday. So I'm turning forty. That's the big thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're gonna go forty days, um, forty days uh, forward is what I'm calling it. And so it's a mini group program um, for yeah. forty days where we are able to set up our own uh, different goals and support each other and be inspired to be the leaders of our own lives. Okay. And, and how, how do you do that? Um, is, there a, is there a weekly call or uh, is there a specific activity that uh, you're going to do with, with all of them together? Like, say, um, there's a... A, a walk um, on a specific day that everybody is is participating in. Uh, how do you um, create that connection? And, and what is in, in 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 your group program that you're planning to do to get people out more walking? Yeah. So I have been doing uh, I have been doing Facebook Live in my group every day. Um, uh-huh. And uh, the transition into the group program is going to be zo- weekly Zoom calls, 
And we're okay. going to be continuing with that walking together. And then also okay. a one-on-one call uh, with me as well for, for additional support because, you know, things come up. Right. That's true. Things can come up. Things can change. When, uh, things, yeah. Things come up. Things change. And when you're in community and when you're feeling supported, um, it really makes a difference. You know, so for example, maybe walking, getting outside every day is not necessarily quote unquote hard, but having that consistency and that commitment for yourself, like that's the challenge. And that's when we get to um, step up (laughs) and step forward together. I just made made that up. uh, that that we really do get to succeed when we're doing when we're doing it in a community group format. Right. Yes. Uh, th- th- I uh, I uh, I think that's um, uh, a nice way to get more people involved because you can really do it from anywhere in the world. Um, as long mm-hmm. I don't know um, when you do your Facebook live. Um, people can, of course, tune in from wherever they are and uh, get connected with you uh, on Facebook and say, hey, I'm ready, I'm ready, and then that's how you go? Yeah. Oh, how yeah, does I that love work? it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, every, anyone can uh, tune in. Um, uh, yeah. It is a private group, so there is that sense of community. It's not open yeah. for everyone. Um, you know, I, I definitely make sure that the people who are joining have the right intentions <laughs> for yeah. joining a community like this because I want everyone to be able to share openly and vulnerably and, you know, sharing pictures from, you know, their their adventures or from their walks and so that everyone feels safe, comfortable, and supported through that process. And we can we get to right. cheer each other on, which is all part of the fun of it. Right, exactly. Um, because then you keep doing it. If you uh, know a few people within the group where you have been interacting with, uh, you want to see them back next week or so and mm-hmm. find out what they have been doing. So yeah, that's um, what you do when you uh, are part of a group that you find like-minded people and you, you, you connect with them and, and you chat about what's happening and, um, uh, and, and about life. So I love it that uh, that is a part of how you inspire women to get out in, in nature and to be uh, physical, active in, and, and do things because that's a really important piece of retiring. Um, being out, doing things, and walking really is easy. It's everybody can walk. It's putting one foot out and then the next one in a way. And it's something. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything if you have, except for a good pair of shoes. But that uh, is really the only extra piece that you would need. You could for a half-hour walk. You just can go as you are. You don't need anything else. Um, so that's, and that's what I one love of the about things the that walking. I love about walking is that it's cheap and it's easy. Uh, the yeah. hard part yeah. is getting outside. And I think that we've experienced that in COVID when everyone is at home in their pajamas and, you know, just you, you gotta, you, you gotta get outside for, for, 
for a lot of physical and mental reasons, because we are still, you know, we are still going strong and we are still a community of human beings. Exactly. And luckily, I must say, when I'm out in, in my community with one of my neighbor friends here, um, we see more people walking as what used to be, say, before this whole coronavirus thing. There are not that many people out in the, in the evening walking. So now um, you see mothers and daughters walking. It's, it's just a path along a lake here in our community. It's, it's nice. There's no traffic. You don't have to worry for it. So it's cool to go for just for half an hour. And um, we walk six, this, uh, six feet apart. One walks in the front and the other one more in the back. Or we have the, the trail, uh, the, the walking path in between us. Yes. So it, it's just nice to be out and um, chat and catch up on things. And at the same time, move and uh, use some of our energy. And uh, also, it's, it's good for your health, uh, to walk for your, your muscles, for your bones, for, for everything. So for your, uh, your, your heart rate, it, I can't imagine. You even go, if you do it in the evening, you even sleep better when you go for a walk. And so mm-hmm. that's what I love about, about walking. It is something you can do anywhere and anytime for long, short distance and for longer periods of time. Yes. Annette, I'm going to say goodbye to you for the show. I, the show is um, slowly getting to an end, and I have a few other things that I want to talk about. I appreciate you for getting up early, for being on the show and helping us see why we should start walking on a daily basis. Thank you so much for um being a guest on, on my show and, uh, and inspiring us. Thank you. It was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, yes. Um, both sides, I think we enjoyed this uh, conversation this morning. And yes, I wanted to give all the listeners, no matter where you are, my take action tip for today, and that's something that I will implement more, um, a take action tip at the end of our conversations, and I will tail it a little bit to where we talked about. So today we talked about walking. So until next week, I um, suggest that all the listeners, if you want to be more active, one way to do this in your retirement or now you are planning your retirement, you can't start already, uh, find a buddy to go walking and find a time and a date that you both like it and try to do it on a daily basis. Every time at whatever time in the morning or in the evening, give each other a call. You can meet on WhatsApp and uh, once you are both on, you can either put your earplugs in and talk while you walk and catch up or you can just say okay I'm gonna go and I'll call back in 
when I finish, you can decide on a time that you want to walk or a distance that you walk before you call in again. But that's the thing that I want you to do. Find somebody that wants to walk with you, agree on a time, and start walking. So that's my take action tip for this week. And um, as you heard in our, my conversation with Annette, it's the easiest way to get out and to do something for your health. Um, the, th- the next thing that I want to do is give you my quote of the week, and it has also to do with walking. How can that be? So my quote this week is for you. I've learned that everyone wants to live on top of the mountains. But all the happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing it. It's a quote from Andy Rooney. And I like this quote because as, uh, we are all people that like to uh, be and see the results, achieve the results, and, and be at the best spot. But you still need to get there. And it's not just... Uh, the final result that is making you happy, but the way up uh, while climbing is as important and as much enjoyable as as the view on the top. So, um, yes, that's my quote for this week that you can translate to to situations in your normal life. And um, lastly, I want to announce... The speaker for next week, next week, um, my guest is Sarah Seth Geber. She has written a book and she is a retirement coach. And the book is about solo aging. And that means um, that at a certain time in your life, you will be a solo, a single person. If you don't have children, and your your parents have passed away, then you might be a one-person household. You might be still at the moment maybe thinking, okay, I have a husband, but maybe once uh, the husband passed away, you all of a sudden are single too and solo. So that's why we will talk about next week. It's something that will might happen to all of us. For today, I'm going to say, Goodbye to you and thank you for listening. If you have comments and questions, please feel free to email me and until we see uh, each other or hear each other again, I wish you all a great day and a great week ahead. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement. 